0: This episode of Blaster Podcast is brought to you by Second City Training Center. Find your funny this week with a $20 improv drop-in class at the Second City Training Center in Chicago. Your first drop-in is on us. Use the code TESTDRIVE, all one word, for a free improv drop-in any Sunday at 7 p.m. For more information, go to secondcity.com tc or call 312-664-3959 to register. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Blastro Podcast. We're back in the saddle, baby, 2018. My name is Dottore Bellordo. I'm a man of science. And meeting me here for the first time in the pod chamber is a, is a very new jest. It's a jest we've never had upon the show. Uh, so it is my great pleasure to introduce to you and the world, Taylor Overstreet! hello
1: hello taylor hi Tori. thanks for having me
0: of course i'm so excited to be here we're excited to have you taylor my audience does not necessarily know you from previous episodes so uh, who are you what you do
1: oh i am a person living in chicago illinois i am from texas uh i occasionally do some improv comedy shows heard of it sometimes it's not comedy Sometimes it's just you do improv tragedy, I do some improv tragedy. It comes up more often than you think, yep, really? yep. Some improv tragedy. I don't set out to do tragedy. We don't know what's going to happen. No That's one the beauty. Does. That's the beauty of improv. No one does. So I do that sometimes. Uh, I like to write with my friend Tim Felton. I like to enjoy a, a nice sunny day, which we're having more of now that spring is around the
0: corner. That's right. It's a time stamp. It is March 2018. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Springtime in Chicago, which means it's uh, balmy 32 degrees.
1: You know it. I do know it. I'm a a man of learning. You're a man of science. And and we have what? The the vernal equinox coming around the corner?
0: Of course, the vernal equinox. The vernal
1: equinox. The one that's not the autumnal one, and it's not a solstice. So I'm doing process of elimination over here. Poe. Yep, that's what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, it's that's that's me. That's me in a nutshell. I never know how to answer this question, so that's it's, me.
0: No, it's fine. You don't have to quantum yourself oh. in all sorts of... <laughs> <laughs> Still jot it. Uh, trailer, you are uh, an improviser. I am. <clears throat> and today, although you are not a professional scientist, you will be ascending to the pantheon of the great academic minds of our time. Because we are going to talk about a fucking hard subject. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking about quantum entanglement. Why are we discussing this?
1: Discussing this because uh, I,
0: I believe you mispronounced that word.
1: Oh, did we? Did I?
0: Yes.
1: Disgusting.
0: Be- be- discussing.
1: We'll be discussing this because uh, I I like to sink my teeth into things that
0: I love to sink my teeth into things as well. Do you look at my voluminous palms.
1: <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, I can tell.
0: I'm sorry, I interrupted you.
1: That's okay. Uh, I I like things that. Feel like kind of blow my mind. Like things that are, if I had to make a list, top 10 things that I have the hardest time grasping, quantum entanglement would probably be top three. Top three. I'd say maybe even top two.
0: I would do smoke,
1: mm-hmm.
0: aerogel, which is a very, very light substance, mm-hmm. hard to grasp. You destroy it when you grasp. It's science. Mm-hmm. uh My own feelings. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the what?
1: milk of human kindness. The Milk of Human Kindness. Would hmm. Quantum Entanglement make your top five? You just did four. I just did four? You just did One four. more.
0: Top five things. One more thing that's hard, hard to grasp. One more thing. Mm.
1: Sand, water, slippery things. Uh, oh, uh,
0: the sound of one hand crapping.
1: The sound of one hand clapping.
0: Of course. Yeah. That's a cone. K-A-O-N. <laughs> you yeah. know, like it's, if a tree falls on a weird... I do. When does it make a thong? A thong?
1: We don't We don't know. It's, if it, it falls, if we, I tell you what, Dottori, if you could be so lucky to observe a tree falling, that's beautiful and I, not get hit by it. That's I, always
0: been a childhood dream of mine, to watch a tree fall down.
1: Yeah. You haven't gotten there yet?
0: No. I mean, no. I, mean I, I don't feel like I have to keep up with the Joneses all the time. <laughs> I, I'll get there eventually. You will. Every, yeah, there's Hopefully. A lot of, there's a lot of different ways to be an adult, Taylor.
1: There are, there are, and and truly, uh, watching a tree fall down, I think is one of the is one of the big ones. So,
0: were you raised by Texan woodchucks?
1: I wa, uh, well, they, I wouldn't say raised. They were like extended family, mm-hmm. but no, not not directly. No, I didn't have direct, no direct rearing from R- them.
0: Rearing, rearing. Let's get to the fronting.
1: Let's get to it.
0: We're not talking about woodchucks. Nope. We're talking about quantum entanglement. Quantum entanglement. <clears throat> Taylor. Do you like my new Fitbit?
1: It's a fancy type of Fitbit that I've never seen before.
0: That's right. It was a gif from, nice. from my idiot roommate, Mark Soloff, mm-hmm. who feels that I need to lose some weight. So it's good to monitor myself and feel shame.
1: It's a kind gesture, but also a little condescending.
0: Well, I don't understand the words of uh, one of the part of the sentence. Condescending? Kind.
1: Got it. <laughs>
0: I'm a real piece of shit.
1: Got it. Well, but it's, the point, it's nice.
0: Thank you. The point that I'm uh, circularly making on you is it can tell the time as well as how fat you are. Do you know what time it is? No. It's time for Learn! What is quantum physics?
1: Okay, quantum physics uh, is it's a particular branch of physics, and it's concerned with quantum theory.
0: And, um... We all you know, know what, what quantum is. theory is, of we course. We all do. But just in case there's someone listening to the podcast for the first just in time, in case we
1: get some real idiots out there, yeah, maybe. JK. They,
0: Rowling, maybe they've never seen a book maybe. Or, or listened to like things you should know upon the podcast, right? Not the vlog,
1: the vlog. podcast. So let's get into quantum theory. Okay? What is what is a quantum fury? So quantum theory is the theoretical basis of modern physics. That explains the nature and behavior of matter and energy on the atomic and subatomic level. So that's both the atomic and then below that level, things within atoms. Atoms have parts. Whoa. Smaller parts. Yeah. So that's subatomic. And quantum physics. So we've got some rules in quantum physics. Oh, rules. I know. This is like
0: Borg game night with my idiot friends who are like, oh, let's play Shardlers of Catan. You know, you're you gonna don't like that, yeah every time I show up with these ace holes, when you know, when I barge into their place cause they seem to forget to invite me to their game night, mm-hmm. um, there's always a new game. There's always a million rules, and I'm like, cool, let me sit here for three hours and lose. That's not what I like to do. It's not fun. I like to show up and win. Win, win,
1: win. Okay, let's talk about rules, because these are actually some fun rules. Fun rules! Fun rules. So the rules of quantum physics state that an unobserved photon, so this is one of those subatomic particles. A photon. An example.
0: Let's slow down. Okay. A photon, not a superhero from the X nebula?
1: Not a superhero from the X nebula. A
0: photon is a eunuch of light? Yes. Right. Yep. If light, if you could break down light, Dr. Light, Dr. Wiley, into a particle,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a photon would be a piece of light. It would be. Take a falling star and put it in your pocket.
1: I don't want to take a falling star. Oh. I want to let it fall.
0: Do you know that a falling star isn't the star at all? No. Yeah. It's just some like space junk that's falling through our atmosphere. Sorry, atmosphere. And it's like burning up in re-entry, and so it, it gets hot and gives off light, and people are like, oh, a falling star. That's a falling star? It's just like a rock from space. I thought it was Lucy K. Who's the, oh, tropical. Uh, oh.
1: That's fascinating, though. I didn't know that about falling stars.
0: Yeah. You want to know something else? Sure. <clears throat> I learned this in my studies in ancient Greece. Tell me about it. Disaster. Aster is star. So disaster is like a bad star, a bad omen. Like a falling star. Really? Indeed. You can trust me. I'm a man of learning.
1: Okay, I have to ask you something.
0: Please, I'm an open brook.
1: Because I had I saw a, a tweet about this.
0: Conrad Tweety?
1: Nope. Different different tweeter. Alright. Uh, I forget the tweeter's name, but this Julius tweet Tweezer. said <laughs> probably related. This tweet said something like uh, helicopter is not a combination of heli and copter, but a combination of helico and tur. Mm-hmm. And I forget what helico meant. Maybe, um, I can't remember, but pter, like as in pterodactyl, things that fly. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I paused for a long time when I read it, and I still don't know if it was a joke, a bit, a meme. Uh, Maybe
0: they were tolling you.
1: They might have been trolling me. It's very possible. I stared at it for a really long time. It looked completely
0: plausible. Um you know, I think it shrecks out. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Don't be perturbed. I won't be. By the rocks that I got.
1: I definitely won't be.
0: Okay. They're pretty cool. Some of them are sedimentary, no my dear boy.
1: Uh, so let's so yeah let's rules about, uh, oh quantum physics so we got through we got through these unobserved photons so uh, the the rules state that these photons when they're unobserved they exist in all possible states at once so a lot of times we'll be reading about a particular scenario in physics and it's talking about just two states but let's just say for the sake of this it exists in all states any possible state that is possible
0: like a good neighbor all states is,
1: are there Indeed. exactly all states are there <laughs> no use. And, Oh, oh, go. So entanglement, so to take it a step further, I'm going to get into the entanglement piece of this. Entanglement is when uh, a pair of particles like photons, which we've already discussed uh, when they interact. Hmm. So when we are observing one, the other one is also experiencing the same phenomena that the first one is experiencing. Well don't give away all you.
0: the don't give away all the milk in this cow just yet.
1: I shouldn't. I'm jumping ahead.
0: Um, jumping Jack Flash is a gas, mm-hmm. which is a state of yep. matter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you, the listener, might be wondering, what do we mean by states when we're talking about the quantum level of things?
1: I hope you're wondering that, honestly.
0: I mean, I'm wondering it. Guess who's going to answer this question? No one. I don't have the answer about what states are. We don't. On the photonic level. Uh, if you're really interested, uh, uh, you know... Go get a degree in quantum physics. Do you know what time it is? Time for term? Ah, you've said the thing, and now I am Rumpelstiltskin into the ground. Take took
1: the words out of your mouth and put them in my own.
0: It's time for terms. Time for terms. You really diffused my yoke.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> I, if if you guys could see Detori's face right now, it is crestfallen.
0: Mm-hmm. His crests fell. The entire crest of my pendulous mustache has wilted. The ends of my stash are basically touching each other. Mm-hmm. Like if you took a crowed hanger and you incredible hulked it into a stringle line. That's what my mustache. That
1: that's what it looks like. It's yeah. very sad. It's
0: because I lost a lot of bones in the front of my mouth and nose area. What happened? Um, I was in one of those... Bone jams? You were in a bone jam? Yeah, yeah, I was in a bone jam.
1: And you lived to tell the tale.
0: I did. Never seen a tree fall, but I'm a two time competitor in bone jam.
1: That's incredible. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Um. So yeah, as a consequence of uh, you know, I mean, I'm not supposed to talk about bone jam, but as a consequence, your first night you must bone jam, mm-hmm. and whoo, I really got deboned.
1: You can't, I, I can't tell by just looking at your face. I think you hide it. Not just your mustache hides it, I think you wear it well. Thank you. It's, uh, maybe it's, maybe you're confident, but I can't really tell.
0: You know, um, part of it is that, uh, man of a certain age, such mm-hmm. as myself, um, it's good to have a weak, um, sort of, uh, turkey like wattle, which is your upper lip. It's good to have like a teardrop shaped, uh... just piece of flesh jiggling down like a, uh, like a uh, a soft triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good look. It's Men... like a bird with a deflated beak, and then you put a mustache over it, and people are like, "What is that little flap?" Set pattern? it
1: and forget it, and you're <laughs> on about your day. <laughs> That's right. Men of a certain age, I love that expression.
0: Well, I made We're it people up. People of a certain age. I coined it.
1: We're all of a certain age, unless our <laughs> age is uncertain.
0: The Cenozoic. Science. It's time for terms. Time
1: for terms.
0: Let's come to terms with quantum mechanics. Number one, quantum. What quantum mean?
1: Uh, quantum is a Latin word. Are, do you know some Latin?
0: Of course, I'm a man of learning. I have read
1: three of the books. Can you tell me a sentence in Latin?
0: Six Semper Tyrannosaurus. Boom. That means Tyrannosaurus is always sick. It's what John Wilkes Booth said when he performed his famous play. Wow. Yeah.
1: Quantum is a Latin word. Uh, it means amount. And the way we use it in physics today is the smallest quantum of energy, the smallest quantity of energy. So the smallest possible particle we can get down to.
0: So the James Bond movie, Quantum of Solace, is like the tiniest possible amount of solace? And as we all know, solace is a word that means sun laces.
1: The more you say the word solace, it ceases to sound like a real word.
0: Uh, My idiot roommate was introduced to the word solace. Solace. He was introduced to idiots saying solace Mm -hmm. when he was a youth, and he watched an episode of Dawson's Creek Uh with a bunch of theater kids at a theater party. Oh, yeah. They loved it. And Dawson said to Pacey, that gives me no solace. What teenager says solace? Yeah. A few
1: of them, yeah. I think.
0: And then fortunately, uh, the remainder of the uses of solace have all been like the name of a city in some sort of Dungeons and Dragons book mm-hmm. that he reads. He reads it. I don't read it. I'm cool.
1: You're the cool one. Well,
0: <clears throat> I have a clone called Cool de Torre.
1: Do you? Mm-hmm. You made the clone? Of course. Well, then does that mean you're not cool? I'm cool. I don't, But I don't know.
0: I mean, cool Datoré is an identical clone of myself. Okay. Except a shade more cool. Just a shade. Yeah.
1: Give me one example of how he's cooler than you in your current
0: state. He wears sunglasses. Ante ojos del sol. Yes. Okay. Right back.
1: He wears sunglasses, and that makes him cooler. Okay.
0: He wears his sunglasses at night.
1: Sunglasses are cool. I'm gonna. I I wear glasses every day, and I don't often get to wear sunglasses. And I wish I could.
0: Well, we live in Chicago, a land that knows no sun.
1: No, it's sunless.
0: Yeah, but it has plenty of daughters. Girl power.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Girl power, indeed.
0: Yeah, Melania. Wait.
1: Nope.
0: More germs! Particles!
1: Particles. What is a particle? So a particle is any physical thing that can be counted. What? Like, um, you know... Oh, uh, like love? Love, uh...
0: Love is a warm particle to come home to.
1: Yeah. Love is, yeah. Love's a particle. Yeah. Anything that can be counted. Any physical thing that can be counted. So, particles for physics. So, these are the fundamental pieces uh, that our world is made up of. They're everywhere. They're all all around us. We're made up of them.
0: Fire, wind, and water. All of them. The four elements. Mm -hmm. Also, there is phlegm, black bile, uh, sanguine. And tears, those are the humors. I'm a man
1: of science. Those are particles as well. Mm. They're particles and they're made up of particles. Whoa. Yeah, so some examples of particles, uh, electrons you've probably heard of.
0: Yeah, she's Daredevil's girlfriend.
1: Their counterparts, photons, electrons and protons rather. Photons are also particle quarks, also parts of atoms. Also We're a teeny, Ferengi teeny, teeny, from tiny. Deep Space
0: Nine.
1: Is that is that a fact? That's from Star Trek. I've never seen Deep Space Nine. You don't need to. I've never seen any Star Treks.
0: Wow. More I've of a Star seen... Wars person?
1: Yes. Wow. I've never seen any I've never seen any Star Treks, but I definitely well, I must have seen one because there's one that Zachary Quinto is in that my mother really likes.
0: That's like the JJ Abrams yes, reboot. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's often
1: on TV when I'm home in Texas, and my mom watches it every time it's on, even though she's seen it probably twenty five times by right now.
0: She a big sci fi fan, or yes. she just loves that a slice of that queen. No,
1: she's a big sci fi fan. Wow, she can't get enough. Hmm. She can't get enough. I've never met someone who has seen every episode of a TV show that ran for decades multiple times, and she still will watch them every time they come on.
0: Imagine if she could use her powers. For good.
1: Well, let's first talk about what power that is. Okay. How do how 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 would we frame that as a power? She can patience,
0: she, attention. She, she has the willpower to passively absorb information. Yes. She could learn kung fu like Neo in *Le Matrix*.
1: She could. She could learn every language. Any language.
0: She could listen to the entire back catalog of Blastro I Podcast. Was just,
1: when you said she could listen, I was going to say the entire back catalog of Blastro Podcast.
0: It's on the tip of all of our tongues. Everyone's tongues. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone Blastro is. Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Ask AskDotore.
1: <clears throat> all right.
0: AskDotore. Where were we? We are on my favorite position. Superposition. Yes, that's the best one. Mm-hmm. What is superposition? It's a term in quantum mechanics. Mm-hmm.
1: So superposition is uh, another phenomenon. I feel like every time I say the word phenomenon, I stop and look at you because I expect you to do that phenomenon.
0: Oh, because you think I'm a goddamn Moppet?
1: <laughs> I guess I do. How
0: do you know I'm not going to do some Beatsy Boys and go
1: on and on, I don't, on and on? I don't know that, but I would <laughs> love it.
0: On and on. freaking
1: Now, every time I say phenomenon? On and on. On Now and on. I'm going to pause
0: for that.
1: So, superposition, the best position, is a phenomenon in which a particle like an electron exists in a, uh oh, big word time, probabilistic. Are you familiar with the theory of probability?
0: Of of course I know about the theory of probability.
1: So, we're on the same page, the same probability page.
0: Probabilistic. 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 I've heard ballistic. of ballistic missiles. Mm-hmm. Is a probabilistic missile one that's also good for your digestive tract?
1: It's one that's probably ballistic, but <laughs> we don't know. We don't it's, know.
0: It, it, it's uncertain. It's
1: uncertain. Yep.
0: There's a lot of uncertainty inherent in the quantum mechanical world.
1: Absolutely. Can I actually tell you a story of just how uncertain it is?
0: Go there.
1: There was a Summit. I believe it was part, there's this group called the the Foundations of Relativity. And they, they're physicists, they're scientists, people who are studying things along the relativity lines. But there was this group that got together in, I believe it was Cologne, mm-hmm. Germany, in late 2015. So this was just a few years ago, two years ago, a little more than that. And so there was a group of physicists and some of them were more on the side of quantum mechanics of every theory we put forward needs to be able to be proven, which is a big issue with quantum entanglement, which we might get to a little bit later, is that mm, for such a long time, we haven't even been able to develop a way to prove it. So it's not just that we hadn't proven it. We didn't even know how to even get there. So there was a group of physicists that believed that we can't, we're, we're like destroying the integrity of science by putting this out there into the world as a theory when we We don't even know. We can't even move forward on it. And then there was another group of physicists that were more sort of like philosopher physicists, philosophists is what I like to call them, who thought, no, this is enough. We've posed this theory and we feel good about it and we can move forward. And they were all like locked in a room together for three days. They probably didn't lock them in there. They probably had food and water and the ability to leave at their own will. Um, but the uh, the net result was they didn't get anywhere. They still there's still this like very hard division uh, within physics. So yeah, I forget what launched me on that. For, for probable multiple states. I don't even know. But we don't have a consensus, Datoray.
0: <clears throat>
1: Not even close.
0: We're talking about the entrenched, and immovable mind of a scientist. Yep. Which is one of the most valuable resources on this planet. I think so. Were it not for digging in your heels and crossing your arms across your small and muscleless frame, uh oh, there would be no scientific progress. If Galileo Galilei had not said, "Nope, I refuse to not recant that the Earth goes around the sun," then we'd all be speaking German. Today. I got
1: it. I just gotta stop right there. Hmm? How incredible is it that Mr. and Mrs. Galilei named their son Galileo? What in the world? Were they smoking? Was he destined for greatness because of that name? Galileo Galilei. Is that just how we named people? Or every car dealership in Texas like Tommy Thompson, Johnny Johnson, David Davidson. That's literally how they're all named.
0: Also great astrophysicists. <laughs>
1: they are. Yeah. In their own right. No. No, all they do is sell Fords. They're all Ford dealerships.
0: Well, Ford makes America strong. So does Chevy. <gasps> Did you know?
1: So do women. Who? Women.
0: Yeah, well, sure. If you believe in live birth. hmm I prefer cloning. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get back on tropic. I love tropics. Hey, quick question. Hit me with it. Let's just gloss over this real quick. Okay. What is quantum embanglement?
1: Real quick. Okay. In quantum physics, we have these particles, which we've already gone over. Um, They are linked in some way and they become entangled. And so what that means is to be entangled, you are so fundamentally connected to this other particle. So if I'm a particle, I'm so fundamentally connected that any action that's performed on me, one particle will affect the other particle, even if we're separated by a great distance oh
0: my gosh this is like those time life books where one twin gets uh punched in the grand canyon yes and then the other twin who's
1: feels it
0: in laos on some sex tourism feels like they just got feels
1: punched. It. yeah it's exactly that it's exactly that yep that's what quantum entanglement is that's it
0: <clears throat> now i've heard that scientists will entangle uh particles uh by shooting them with light and yes. Exciting their state. So if it's an electron, mm-hmm. it has a certain amount of energy. They they goose it with a little light joke and force it into a higher state. Yep. And by using lasers, scientists can force particles to become linked in the entangled sense of the mm-hmm.
1: word. You should do an episode on lasers soon.
0: I've always wanted to do an episode on lasers never had a guest that cared to discuss lasers not
1: surprised i'm surprised about that part
0: people are intimidated by lasers Mm -hmm. you know why because of cats you see a cat bootlessly try to harness the power of a laser dot Mm -hmm. and they just lose every time
1: you think that's what intimidates people
0: aren't you intimidated by seeing a cat lose no what are you intimidated by trail i'm
1: i'm invigorated by seeing a cat lose are you a,
0: a natural dog
1: yeah, I'm a natural dog, but also cats are already. I just feel like they've got a leg up on us in so many ways. It's kind of nice to see them taken down.
0: Whoa!
1: I know that's all. I'm, that's all I'm going to say about that. I don't want to offend any
0: out there. cat fanciers, <laughs> cat fanciers, kitten kissers.
1: No, I don't want. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So uh, no lasers. Yeah, hopefully you'll get there. They're not that. They're someday. Someday.
0: Uh, over five years of Blaster Podcast, maybe we can get there. Maybe you'll get there. Maybe it's Maybelline. Why is this interesting? So, what a question to ask on the podcast. Half an hour in already. Well,
1: I think it's interesting because quantum entanglement. So, so Einstein referred to this as spooky action at a distance, which I think is such a a wonderful phrase. Spooky. Like, what would I, what would I in twenty eighteen think of as spooky action at a distance? Like, I'm in my car, Mm -hmm. and I'm, like, four cars back, and I see something, like, float, float across in front of me in the intersection. That's spooky action at a distance, I think.
0: Or, okay, you're in a car. I'm in a car. You're stuck in traffic. It's, like, late, but not crazy late at night. Like, it's, like, um, 10 o'clock. The sun has gone down, but it's not an unreasonably, like, spooky hour. Yeah. There's four cars ahead of you stopped at the stoplight. The the first one at the stoplight, four cars ahead. The passenger opens up the window. They look out the window. They're talking with the driver. They look out the window again. Their head leaves their body and floats up, helium balloon-like, with yeah. a string attached. And the driver, unfazed, light turns green, traffic keeps going. And you're like, oh, my stars and jarters.
1: Spooky action at a distance. That's
0: spooky action at a distance. It is. so Balloon head. It's... Spooky,
1: and it's mystifying to a lot of people who know about this kind of stuff. So when when we first started talking about quantum entanglement, some people who were like, no, this can't be real, uh, felt that way because quantum entanglement was going against some of the most fundamental principles of physics. classical physics. Yep. So the two biggest ones, that things can travel faster than the speed of light. Physics says nothing can travel faster than the speed of light.
0: Not even superman. Or He's the hero of Krypton.
1: Exactly. He can't...
0: Can't travel faster than a speed speeding bullet? Speeding bullet? Sure. yes. Speeding photon?
1: Get out of here. Get
0: straight out of hell.
1: You can't. Yeah. Do you know what the, the speed of light is?
0: Yeah. C. That's Spanish for yes. Mm-hmm. So you know too. Wait, what's the speed of light you're asking C? me? It's the, how fast a photon goes. It's the letter C. What are you saying?
1: Well, that's how we represent it. Who? Women? My people. All people.
0: Michelle Obama. Michelle
1: Obama definitely knows that the speed of light is C. Really? Yeah.
0: In C. The letter C? hmm Small case?
1: Sure. I read everything in lowercase, so.
0: Oh, you have that uh, disability where all letters look lowercase to you. No. It's really hard when you have like a dumb old person That's not who writes a, a dumb old person who writes emails in all caps. And I you see can't any... feel like they're screaming at you. I
1: can't and I won't.
0: You're robbed of that experience. I am. I feel so sorry for you.
1: You shouldn't. If I see everything if I had that disability where I saw all caps as lowercase, I just see things as a little bit calmer and a little safer a, a than more, then maybe they are uh, maybe that's a problem
0: a it'd be more egalitarian and yeah. uh equal society where the president of the united states is all lowercase just like the word and mm-hmm.
1: i'd rather not talk about the president of the united states do we have one now hey
0: how did particles become entangled
1: That's a great question. Did
0: we we talk about this already? We
1: haven't actually talked about how particles become (coughs) entangled. So, oh, listeners, this is a little bit complicated. Dottore is...
0: Eating uh, a brownie with some sea salt on it. He's doing that. Uh, Guess what? Sea salt is just salt. I buy that. Yeah, they're trying to... They're really trying to fuck us.
1: Yeah, it's just salt. (laughs) It's
0: just salt, everyone. Get out of here. Salt is salt. N-A-C-L. Of science.
1: But some salt's pink and comes from the Himalayas.
0: Yeah, it's just salt.
1: But it's pink and it comes from the Himalayas. Or some salt comes in lamp
0: form. <laughs> That's my favorite. I like a salt lamp because it's a, a combination of a source of light and a salt lick. And finally, people can stop judging me for buying salt by the chunk and just licking it down.
1: I licked my salt lamp. And it was <laughs> disgusting. And I did it because <laughs> I didn't... <sighs> I thought, is it really? Is that what I just bought? Did I just buy a block of salt? And I could have just, you know, like licked my finger and then touched it and then licked my finger, but I chose to lick. I actually have a salt, it's a basket with salt rocks in it, and then there's a lamp at the bottom, so it's not the big chunk of salt. Yeah. But I picked one up and licked it, and it tasted salty. That's all it was. My lamp is just salt, too. They fleeced me. Anywho.
0: I'm waiting for the sugar lamp to come out.
1: Ooh, sugar lamp. <laughs> That would be a bestseller. Wouldn't that be great? But you would lick it down.
0: Yeah, and it would melt you lick into it down until all...
1: it's just the bulb. Uh,
0: yeah. And if you lick that hot light bulb, honey, you're going to get burned.
1: Mm, okay, so... Particles become we were entangled. We are talking about how particles become entangled. Okay, so uh, basically what happens, particles become entangled when they get close enough to each other to form a connection. So that connection is what allows the entangled particles to influence each other.
0: So entangled is not like magical beams shoot out of the particles and tangle them up like they are they are close they're close they approximate.
1: proximate, yes, they're close that is why uh it's been it's been one week <laughs> <laughs> that's why, oh boy, that's why it's been such a uh a big part of testing this whole theory is, is like, creating more distance. So scientists have been able to do it in labs. They've been able to entangle things. So uh, part of the weirdness with entanglement is that the moment we observe a property of one of these entangled particles, the partner particle instantly adopts a complementary property. A
0: domestic partner particle?
1: You know what? Yeah, because they're functioning under the same space roof.
0: Space roof. coming this fall (laughs) so so the partner instantly adopts a complementary property exactly
1: so the most the example that's easiest for me to understand is spin
0: you mean like sonic the hedgehog's attack
1: i don't i mean angular momentum angular the angular the angular momentum property of spin spin is an angular momentum property or an amp an amp
0: of course we're all familiar with angular momentum. Yeah. Let's just let's just really dumb it down for a second mm-hmm. and say the electron is literally spinning around. It's spinning like, around. Like a jlobe. Yep. Like a Harlem jlobe trotter yep. does to a basketball.
1: And it's only spinning in one direction.
0: Right. One direction, my favorite band. I
1: was just going to ask, do you like one direction? Of course. Anywho.
0: Anywho.
1: Uh, so yeah, one direction. So this electron that's just spinning around, it was only spinning in one direction. So if it had a partner particle. Entangled. That was entangled. It would be spinning in a complementary direction. Mm. This is complementary with an E. Not complementary with an I. Like, oh, your direction is cute.
0: I didn't know there was a difference in how you spelled them. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm not a linguist. I'm a science.
1: You don't need to be a linguist.
0: I don't need to be anything I don't want to be. Mm-mm. 90s.
1: You don't need to be anything other than you are. Whoa. Mm-hmm. that's what my mom tells me. She doesn't always say nice things. But she'll throw one in there once every few years. And that was a good one. You don't need to be anything other than you are. She could have just been saying, you suck and you're gonna suck. And that's just how you are because that's you. But I don't think she was.
0: So your mom <laughs> was essentially saying uh, like a old folksy Texan version of You Do You.
1: Yes, except an old folksy Cajun Louisiana version. Sh-
0: you put her in a cage? <laughs> no. Right, because the maw of the me maw is, even, <laughs> even if it's a trained one, it can cut you.
1: Me maw. <laughs> <laughs> no meemaw. she is not in a cage if if i put my meemaw in a cage she would break free instantly would she hulk
0: out from the bulk out <laughs>
1: she would she is we've been saying for 25 years she's going to outlive us all and it's looking that way
0: because she's the moithera she's what she's the moithera no does she commit moither? never no as far as i know i no. mean what are you gonna do with she's that ma? I mean, if you got them Jaws, you better use them. That's what uh, that shark taught us.
1: No, she's... Uh, in that
0: adventure video.
1: Are you talking about Jaws?
0: Featuring Roy Scheider. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, she's not going to... She's not going to...
0: She's not going to Jaws down.
1: She's not going to Jaws Hulk out, Jaws out. She's not going to do that, but she might live until she's 130. Gross. <laughs> I know. Yeller.
0: What, 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 what What's something you could even do with quantum entanglement? What's an application? Well,
1: one that I think just sounds cool is quantum cryptography.
0: Yeah, we all know that cryptography is the mapping out of crypts. Very popular in Cajun country, a.k.a. Louisiana.
1: It actually is. Uh, another example would be uh, the long-distance detection of things.
0: You're talking okay? about, like, or imaging. Imaging. Yeah. Imaging coca?
1: No. So what this is, so using entangled states of light, you can bounce an entangled photon off of a distant object.
0: Like um, LIDAR, which is radar, but with light, which is a real thing. With radar, you take like a radio wave, Mm -hmm. send it out. It bonks against an object, comes back. You detect it, and you're like, it took X amount of minutes for this radio wave to get there. The Mm -hmm. object is this far away. You can do that with light, too. LiDAR. LiDAR. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a LiDAR. No,
1: it's not a lie. No.
0: So you could do it with yep. an entangled photon.
1: Yes. You can bounce an entangled photon off a distant object. And here we go. If that same entangled photon returns to your sensor, you can be certain of that object's distance.
0: Mm. So we
1: can actually measure it.
0: It's like very specific. Yeah. I'm going to send this specific subatomic particle out when I get it back. Yes, I know that it's not just some random piece of light that came back from elsewhere.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the there we what is it the longest the record, the record for the longest distance that a particle has traveled, uh, well and come back so it would be double that is I think around twenty four hundred kilometers. Whoa. China beat us to the punch.
0: They beat us to the punch.
1: Yeah, China's di- China did
0: it. Hmm. They sent out a particle
1: To the punch.
0: They sp- spent us a particle 2,400 ki- kilometers?
1: 1,200. 1,200. And then it came back. So from a ground station mm-hmm. to a satellite back to the ground station.
0: Wow. Good yeah. job, China.
1: I think in July, June or July of last year. So this is still pretty new stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. This is cutting edge.
1: We're cutting the edge. Ouch. The edge
0: feels pain.
1: What else Um, can you do
0: with quantum entanglement?
1: So another thing you can do is you can make atomic clocks that use entangled electron spins as their measure of time. So these quantum logic atomic clocks are a million times more accurate than conventional atomic clocks. Do you use an atomic clock in your daily life?
0: Mm, You'd be surprised. I have been told that Apple's iPhones uh, get their time from an atomic clock. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Um. Yeah, so atomic clocks, God knows how they work, but apparently they are the most accurate type of clock. So this is like, hey, your old clock is effing inaccurate. Yeah. Let's time it to quanta.
1: Yeah. So these, these clocks are so sensitive that if you elevate them, even the teeny, teeny, tiniest bit, mm-hmm. they will actually change their output because of that microscopic change in gravity.
0: Whoa. I know. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. The farther away from the gravitational pull of the earth you get, mm-hmm. the the less gravity influences you.
1: I tried this with my watch. I took it off and I threw it up in the air mm-hmm. and it didn't the time didn't change.
0: And did Chekhov's the seagull grab it and fly off with it? No. Well missed opportunity. Hope springs infernal It's coming. What the inferno? Spring. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Just spring. Just spring. Hey, why do we care? What's in it for us?
1: Okay, so one thing is quantum sensors. So these are used in particle physics. Uh, So classical sensors generally don't give precise enough measurements to detect individual quanta of energy, but quantum sensors can.
0: So it's like through using quantum technology, Mm -hmm. we can do more quantum research. Correct. Do you think that big quantum is trying to influence us?
1: I think big quantum and big data went on a date and like it was going well for a little while and then big data realized big quantum was a lot more powerful and so like went to the bathroom to like fake a phone call and then uh, came back to like try to end it with big quantum, but big quantum was already gone.
0: Mm -hmm. You know why? Big quantum has an entanglement.
1: Say more about that.
0: Hey, have you ever faked a phone call in bed? No. Me neither.
1: I don't think I've ever faked a phone... I don't know if I've ever faked a phone
0: call. Have you ever faked the funk? No. Wait, you've done improv comedy. Surely you've done the classic improv routine of putting your thumb in your ear... ...and your pinky at your mouth... Never. ...and faking a phone call for the audience's amusement. No. Bob Newhart made a career on it. No. Missed opportunities.
1: He's a real... Not a real phone. I use a real phone shape.
0: You use a phone shape with your hand to I'm object i it work? right now. Yes. Well, this is not a vlog, so they can't see what you're doing. I know. I'm going to explain to the audience what you're doing. Right now, Taylor is practicing some of her art form of improvisation. She's making a rigid claw-like shape with her hand and pressing it lightly against her mm-hmm. upper cheek. Yep. Her very well-defined cheekbone is... Pressed against what one would imagine uh, is a pocket of air, which is to represent a cellular telephone. Yeah. So there it is. You like how I talked up your cheekbones? there? I did. And I, like
1: I have my father and my grandmother and great grandmother to thank for my cheekbones.
0: Were you in a bone jam with them?
1: No, I've never bone jammed. And if I had, I wouldn't talk about it. And you know that. That's right. You blew it on that one.
0: I didn't blow anything.
1: You talked about it.
0: <laughs> so, it's not like the bone jam guys know where I live. Well, that's all good and well, but, you know, what about the average Marin?
1: I've never heard anyone say that in that order. What? Good and well.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's a generic good and plenty.
1: Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, Another thing, so quantum sensors is one. Another reason we might care is quantum communication.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Communication is very important.
0: In a relationship.
1: In general. And in the kitchen. Yeah, it's important for a lot of things.
0: Listen to your partner.
1: Uh-huh. That's you what you learn your in your yeah. improv scene. Listen to them. Listen to not just the words coming out of their mouth, but maybe facial expressions and bodily cues.
0: Subatomic cues.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Micromotor movements. Mm-hmm. Micro machine.
1: Micro machine. So quantum communication. So in theory, um, we could use entangled particles to send information instantaneously. Across vast distances without using cables. So I am
0: this... tired of entangled cables all over my living room floor. I can't wait till we go quantum.
1: Same. Absolutely. You can ask my husband. I hate cables. They're everywhere. Yeah. It's just like electric spaghetti. Ugh, get them Black out. eels. Get them out. Get them out. Black eels taste good though.
0: Have you eaten a black eel? hmm Are you like a Game of Thrones person? No.
1: No, no. Have
0: you ever eaten a lamprey? No, never. Good. Don't eat them. I won't. They have fucked up little sharp circular hell mouths. Hard to get off.
1: That sounds disgusting.
0: It is disgusting. They're disgusting creatures. Do people eat them? Uh, Yes. Is it one of those things that's like a delicacy in another country? I don't know if it's a delicacy, but people eat a lot of weird stuff. There was some king of England who was reputed to have died from eating a lamprey pie. Mm. And I don't blame him.
1: You just said people eat a lot of weird stuff. What do you think people in other countries would think is weird that we eat here mm. in the USA where we are now? Mm. Sour Patch Kids?
0: Yeah. All I could think Children
1: of- Children-shaped sour gummies. All That's I could weird. think
0: of was really dirty things. Uh-oh. And it's not that kind of show. Uh-oh. Oh, the Eucharist. Weird.
1: <laughs> also eaten around the world.
0: Eat your God's body. Yep. Eat it. Poop it out.
1: It can taste different.
0: What can taste different? The Eucharist. Does it turn into flesh in your mouth? Oh, boy. No. Would you make a Eucharist po' boy if you had the opportunity? No.
1: Uh-uh. What about not com- if with some Cajun spices? Absolutely not. Dry rub? No. No? Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it.
0: That's a heresy.
1: Jesus doesn't need to be any more than he is. Oh, that's really nice. Nemo probably told him that too.
0: She is older than Jesus.
1: (laughs) Quantum computers. Do you want to talk about those?
0: I do want to talk about quantum computers.
1: Let's talk about quantum computers. Okay, so conventional computers rely on uh, bits of data, which can be either a zero or a one, on or off.
0: Right, everyone's like, oh, all computers boil down to zeros zeros and ones. Zeros and
1: ones, zeros and ones, zeros and ones. The
0: machine language.
1: Yep, exactly. So a quantum computer. By contrast, can use a quantum bit
0: or a qubit.
1: or a cubit. I like to call it a cubert. Do you? No. Oh, you didn't? That's I'm just okay.
0: Forced to by Namco. Oh,
1: no. Yeah, they Are get under contract.
0: They give me five cents every time I say a cubert cubert.
1: Got it. Well, we can call them cuberts. So a quantum bit or a qubit. cubert, uh, which can be on or off, or a superposition, which we discovered Super. earlier. The best position mm-hmm. of both on and off. So existing in both states, which allows computations to be performed simultaneously instead of sequentially because it can, something can exist in both states at once. Yes.
0: Now, I, we probably should have said this at the top of that episode. Let's we'll say now. But quantum phenomena, especially superposition, mm-hmm. is something that doesn't make sense to our minds logically. No it doesn't. That something can be here and there, it can be this and that. The Schrodinger's cat idea of if you have a box there's a cat in it, uh you don't know if it's alive or dead, it is in the quantum world both alive and dead. Both
1: alive and dead until, until we you open it.
0: the box. Yeah. Which of course we know in our classical universe is not true. It's got to be one or the other. It's but Together. At the smallest level on the quantum scale, things behave strangely. They do. So, a quantum computer could be doing the problem of one plus two simultaneously with calculating the problem of three plus four. Correct. Whereas one of our grandpa's computers, a classical computer, uh, can only do one of those things at a time. Very very fast, but sequentially. Mm-hmm. But sequentially. Right. Like a human centipede.
1: Like a human human centipede.
0: I like a human taste. What do they do sequentially? Uh, digest matter. Do they? I never saw that documentary, but I think the point, the horror of We that, don't have to. I think the per- one person's maw is attached to the person in front of theirs. Oh, boy, maws again.
1: Oh, your grandpa's computer. I think if I had a... You know, like, what's old is new again? I think if I had a computer store, I'd call it your grandpa's computer. That would be funny. Yeah, but it only sold, like, top shelf new stuff. Really? So it'd be kind of, like, confusing. So,
0: like, hipsters would come in and be like, That's exactly, yeah. I need, like, a Tandy. Jessica Tandy. And you'd be like, sorry, asshole. All we got is the Inspirion.
1: All I have are computers that are the size of a nickel. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tell your story walking crumb bum. Mm-hmm. And then you'd hit him with your billy crub.
1: No, I wouldn't.
0: Hey, guess what, Taylor? What? We have been recording Blaster Podcast for so long that the screens, the monitors in the podchambr,a have switched over to night mode. I see that. And are showing more red light than cool blue.
1: I can see that. My eyes are feeling very relaxed right now.
0: The three spirits that have visited me are drawing faint as the cock crows the morn. We must wrap up. Oh, no. From the strap up. Taylor, we have one final segment on the show. Could you tell me what time it is there? 9.04. What time is it? 9.04. What time is it? Time for... It's time for something. plugs! <laughs> it's time for plugs! It's uh, time for plugs, not drugs, but plugs! Give me a hug! Don't... I won't. That's the plug song.
1: I won't give you a hug.
0: It's a, stat- it's a, a snaple. Severus Naples.
1: Yeah. It's a good one. Trailer. Yes. Yaylor. Yes.
0: That's a T that you bend up.
1: Do you have anything you'd like to plug? So I have a website. It's tayloroverstreet.com. I have some shows on there if anyone's interested. Uh, I also do some voiceover work. So if my voice has been soothing to you in any way, you can get in touch with me via my website.
0: tayloroverstreet.com.
1: At tayoverstreet.com. On Twitter,
0: your last name is just the words "over" and "street" stuck together. Just the words
1: "over" and "street."
0: It's really unique. Most last names are crazy nonsense. Yours are words.
1: For my entire life, I thought it was an English name, and after marrying a Dutch person, I learned it is of Dutch origin, Dutch or Belgian. Obestreta. Probably not saying that right. That's
0: not how you spell your last name, though. It's
1: not, but it means "over street." Or uberstrasse. Okay, okay, more...
0: easy, easy. I
1: know, I know, I know. My Dutch mother-in-law thinks my Dutch pronunciation of everything sounds too German.
0: A little too German.
1: I've been told that my whole life.
0: Although, you know what? Nowadays, with old Angela Merkel, Germany's not as bad.
1: No. Not as bad as us. No, it's not as bad as us. Not as bad as us. Not as bad as us.
0: As bad as us. Taylor! Yes. Thank you for being my very special guest. Thank you
1: for having me. Of course. I had a wonderful time. I hope we learned enough. Do you feel better about quantum entanglement?
0: I do. I feel like I learned a lot and simultaneously didn't learn anything. The Blaster Podcast theme song was composed by Stephen Poon. www.timecrashband.com